0: They developed a bioweapon and they unleashed a bioweapon they went through all of the processes that you would have to go through to unleash a bioweapon not a vaccine therefore all of this immunity that they allegedly have under this contract is null and void
1: hey friends sean from sgt report here thanks so much for tuning in that was researcher and big pharma expert karen kingston she and james tracy joined me To lay bare the crimes against humanity that Pfizer, Moderna, and the powers that be are guilty of committing. Thanks for tuning in, friends. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. Gold prices could surge to $4,000 an ounce in 2023 and Noble Gold Investments has the details. As recession fears persist, Jörg Keener, chief investment officer of Swiss Asia Capital, said that many economies could face a bit of a recession in the first quarter, which would lead to many central banks slowing their pace of interest rate hikes, making gold instantly more attractive. If 2022 taught us anything at all, it's that tangible assets are the only assets you can count on like gold. Now, of course, past performance is no guarantee of future results. So do your own due diligence. Thousands of people have started to make a move towards securing their retirement. Join them by opening a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments. If you get in before the end of this month, you'll get an incredible free quarter ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Hey friends, welcome back. Thanks so much for tuning in. It's fantastic to have you all back and it's wonderful to have back on the line two of my good friends now, Karen Kingston, our esteemed researcher, biotech, big pharma expert, and James Tracy, James the Patriot on Telegram. He's our pro se legal expert. And I wanted to bring these two great minds together because I know Karen Kingston is fit to be tied. We all are. We're sick and tired of the corruption and the crimes against humanity and we want to bring people to justice those who work at Pfizer, those in charge of this eugenics program. Let me welcome my guests first. Karen, welcome back.
0: Thanks for having me back.
1: Thanks for coming back. Uh, guys, Karen also has very interesting information to share on 5G and a company called Cloud Minds. They're the 5G new species cloud robot company. If that doesn't scare you, nothing will. And uh, James Tracy, welcome back, sir. Thank you, sir. Good to be here, as always. Guys, I have some clips to play, one from a Japanese autopsy doctor talking about high temperatures in vax people, and also a clip to play from an elderly woman who got jabbed and reported seeing demonic-like entities and shadow creatures for two days. Do you guys want me to play those clips first, or should we jump into what's really going on here with Pfizer and how we
2: bring these people to justice? Where do you guys want to start? Go ahead with the clips. I'd like to give my two cents on them. I know. Karen, what do you think?
0: Yeah, you just teed it up. Let's go for it.
1: Here's a brief clip. Dr. Nagao talking about the common feature of the bodies that died after vaccination. I hadn't heard this before, Karen. Perhaps you have, but listen.
3: (laughs) Dr. Nagao focused on one common feature of the bodies that died
1: after vaccination. Sorry, guys. (laughs) The first concern was the body temps. The corpses were very high when the police performed the autopsy.
3: 3 or 4 degrees. It's four All right, those
1: body temps appear to be about one-third higher than they should have been. Coming back yeah. to my guests here. Karen, did you heard that? This is a new anomaly. I hadn't heard this before.
0: Um, I hadn't heard it and it's um... You know, it actually is in alignment with some of the research I've been doing that I haven't published yet, which is that um, some it appears the pegylated lipid nanoparticles um, contain um, small amounts of uh, radioactive material, so that would explain the high body count.
1: Good God! All right, let me play the second clip. This is alarming, and uh, we've been hearing reports of these people, a lot of people reporting this type of thing, and uh, I've never heard it from an elderly woman. She says it was so terrible. It's the first time in her life that she ever thought about suicide. Listen to this.
3: Of course, I went to the hospital, and, and but by this time, I had started being hallucinogenic, I guess, because I I couldn't get out of this um, terrible space that my brain was in. That I was in 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 a in a bad uh, nightmare. Um, visually, I just kept seeing bad a bad black smoky thing and snakes and. And, and it looks like devily creatures. They seem to me very evil. There seemed to be an evil component because these little things that were coming in in my vision were, um, all, they looked like undersea creatures, but they had a devilish look. And also in, in the mix there was many, many snakes. And, and I got quite disgusted and feeling bad about that. The other thing that was really awful was this terrible smell. Now this wasn't just like a visual image. I felt I was right in this cave or smoky place. The, the smell was so awful, and I was really scared. Uh, I couldn't stop trembling and being scared. And um, my daughter, uh, I had her on the, on the phone because I wasn't feeling well, and she said I was stammering and I couldn't seem to speak. My, my head was just completely in an upset state. So after uh, the doctor, of course, I had to go to the hospital with my broken hip leg, and and it was broken right up near the hip there. Anyway, uh, in the hospital, this continued on and on, and, and it was a better part of a week. And I was still feeling trembling and scared, and I couldn't really talk, and, and I couldn't see well. But...
1: I'm going to pause it there. Um, You know, I listened to that yesterday. I posted it at thephaser.com. I could have sworn she said that went on for two days. I just heard her say it went on for a week. She goes on to explain, and this is a sweet, sweet little old lady. First time in her life she contemplated suicide, Karen, because she didn't think these horrific demonic visions were going to end. Finally, I guess after about a week they did. But uh, I wonder if this is tied into these spinning people, these vaxxed death people that spin and see something and then just die
0: well well we know that the um the lipid nanoparticles you know are they're programmed to cross the blood-brain barrier and attack the central nervous system i mean we, that's why some people go like this you know right after the uh, injection as well so yeah i mean those the, the you know uh, hallucinations to the per, to the person that's experiencing them they're, they're real so you know um the, this is it's not a, it's not a conspiracy theory. I mean, now I think the number one serious adverse events and adverse events reported for the shots are central nervous, CNS um, adverse events. So, um, you know, that, that is your brain. That is your function. That's, you know, you experience life here, you you know, that, that's where you experience it. So um, this is, um, yeah, it's it's very, very um, alarming and disturbing and, But it's it's not inexplicable, and again, you know, we we know that this that this technology targets again the central nervous system. So,
1: all right, one more screen share. I don't know if you guys saw this, Karen. Do you think this is real or not? This is a short clip, but if it's real, I mean, God help these people now that could just be a parasite it might be legitimate it might not be related to the vaccine but uh the title of the video suggests that it's Hydra vulgaris swimming in the eye of an 11 year old person who was vaxxed
0: i saw that i just don't know what it is or if it's real or you know
1: right but you know what are you know what is real i'm sorry james go ahead the real what is real is the crimes against humanity here that pfizer is responsible for and moderna go ahead james
2: Yeah, I had seen that clip before, but uh, I was under uh, the clip that I saw said that that uh, poor 11 year old boy had actually recently died. So this was post mortem. They were seeing this. Oh my god! That's again. I. It's on the internet, you know. They can't put anything on the internet that isn't true. So (laughs) take it for what it's worth. (laughs) But again, that's that's the information that I had that I that I saw. So who knows.
1: Well, let's talk about justice. How do we bring these people to justice because these are clear-cut crimes against humanity and I personally had no contract with these people. I guess if you take the vaccine, you accept the offer, but if you don't have informed consent, James, how can you enter into the contract? Well, oh, go ahead, Karen.
0: Yeah, I just want to back it up a little bit on that because it's not this it's a bioweapon. By definition, that is what these shots are. You know, what is a bioweapon? It is something that um Doesn't prevent any kind of infection or disease. We know that from the FDA filings. The FDA approval for Pfizer on August 23rd, 2021, missing information, vaccine effectiveness. It's right there on page 23. I think it's page 23. So it's not effective to do anything. What's the other criteria for a bioweapon? It wasn't done under bona fide research. The FDA admitted over the weekend through um, Epic Times saying that they skipped a lot of their standard safety and efficacy regulations so they confessed that, <laughs> that they committed a crime yeah. and you read the documents as you go through the documents it says things like the sponsor instructed the fda not to disclose the serious adverse events for the 12 to 15 year olds the sponsor said we don't know if these 409 people who were hospitalized were hospitalized because of our shots or the or the in, um in you know or a virus don't include them so it shows that it wasn't bona fide research by definition and then then no other peaceful purpose that's the other so that's that's a bioweapon so if people are dying or becoming disabled diseased and killed from these shots that's not peaceful so by definition it's a bioweapon so as a bioweapon and i think james will agree with this like first of all it is the most it is unleashing a a bioweapon on a civilian population is is the most horrific crime you can commit it doesn't it goes against the universal code for military justice it goes against All of the codes uh, for uh, humanity, you know, that have been passed since World War II to um, not subject humans to bioweapons and unnecessary experimentation or children and whatnot. So it violates all those laws. It is um, in the state of Florida. It is a second degree felony. It's the same thing as drinking and manslaughter from drinking and driving. So so this isn't about informed consent anymore. We're no longer part of this circus because you cannot contract to commit a crime. And you can't say, oh, oops, I didn't know it was a bioweapon. I thought it was a vaccine. Pfizer can't say that. That's like saying, oops, I didn't know I had too much to drink before I killed that person when I was driving. Not our fault if someone didn't know this was a bioweapon, right? Oops, I didn't know the gun was loaded. I thought it was a Nerf gun. It doesn't matter. I'm sorry to do that rant, but James, does that make sense what I'm saying? No, like,
2: It absolutely makes 100% sense. So... You know, <clears throat> I think where, where, where we need to take a step back is realize that these companies are hiding behind statutory, statutory provisions that were passed by corrupt members of Congress. So there's, and what, what you're, what Karen's explaining here is there's, there's two things. Okay. You have the higher law, the natural law, God's law, whatever you want to call it. That is what our founders set this country up. And, and we're based as the natural law. They enumerated those laws in the constitution. These just because they're enumerated there does not mean that, that if it's not written there it doesn't exist that's not how it works mm-hmm. god's law is the common law it's common freaking sense people like i know that i shouldn't go out and hurt my neighbor that's my 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 parents taught me that and it's it's just it's inherent human nature i mean to to want to willing to to want to have the the I don't know the willingness the desire to go out and hurt your fellow men and women I mean that's that's not something that you're inherently born with that's something that you that you develop over time you're indoctrinated with that
3: yeah
2: um and what what you're what you're talking about here Karen this this is no different than ethnic cleansing I mean yeah. look look what happened in Croatia look what happened in Bosnia look what happened in World War II look what happened in any one of those those African countries that that were ethnically cleansing members of either a a particular religious group or because of the based on the color of their skin or any of those things how is this any different the only difference is is this was unleashed on humanity as a whole
0: yeah and i think too what you're saying the constitution like the 14th amendment right no man or woman shall be deprived of life liberty or um property property so they get life liberty or property without due process of law that's that's the 14th so pfizer can't go oh no i can kill you because i've got a memo and the memo says you can't come after me and and the reason why though I want to be clear about the reason why is because they were contracted to develop a, a vaccine that may be effective but was supposed to be safe under FDA regulations this whole concept that it was this medical countermeasure and the FDA approval process everything they did was a psyop I'm sorry that's that is the it's dumb it's just a dumb thing to say right you can't you can't contract to do, you can't con, you can't contract to do a psyop, to then do clinical trials with forty thousand people, get the FDA approval, manufacture it, introduce new drug codes, put up the website, produce the product, and then go, haha! It was all a psy-up. Like that's how anyone thinks that that is even remotely a reasonable hypothesis is really beyond me. So they were contracted. Under per FDA regulations to develop a vaccine, yes, they could have found out that you know later on that wasn't safe or effective. They developed a bioweapon and they unleashed mm-hmm. a bioweapon. They went through all of the processes that you would have to go through to unleash a bioweapon, not a vaccine. Therefore, all of this immunity that they allegedly have under this contract is null and void because they the, the contract wasn't to develop a bioweapon. Mm-hmm right i mean that's and i think i think that's what people don't understand right i mean you you can't contract with someone to i don't know you can't you you have a contract to get a massage and then they murder you and you go well it was to do a massage it's not my fault you know it it doesn't work that way
3: no yeah no
2: that's not a that's not a valid contract i mean you can't for example i can't enter into a contract with you karen where i say okay karen i will pay you $15,000 a month. If you will guarantee to me that you're going to go rob 10 banks a month. Right. I can't do that. That's, that's not a valid contract.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And and if the contract was, I'm going to pay you $15,000 a month to drive around in a car, you know, and it says you're, you're not going to, you're not going to rob a bank, but then you and I have secret meetings where you go, it's actually Mm -hmm. to rob banks. It's still not a valid contract.
2: Still not a valid contract. You can't hide behind that. So the point that Karen's trying to make, Sean, and, and this is where, You know, uh, um, this has been my mission over the last, God, it's going on two and a half years now, um, is is educating people that the common law, God's law, natural law, that is the highest, that's it, okay? There's nothing above that. It's at the top. And all of these statutory laws, which the the easiest way to think of this is like this, right? Let's pretend for a moment that the federal government is a, a... licensed corporation let's just choose mcdonald's and this is nothing against mcdonald's so please disclosure (laughs) nothing against you mcdonald's just want to let you know that so this is mcdonald's right mcdonald's has every authority to make policies and procedures for how they want to conduct their business it's no different the federal government when they pass statutory laws laws that are not in harmony with the enumerated powers in the constitution those are policies and procedures. So if, if they passed a statute that says, well, hey, we're going to hold these pharma companies harmless of any wrong that they may have, well, that's a policy or procedure. That still doesn't trump the supreme law. So if I come into court and I bring into a common law claim, a common law cause of action, for example, trespass upon my property, my body, unlawful trespass or anything like that, that trumps that statute. They have no immunity. Now, if I was to try and bring a claim according to that statute, they could claim immunity and the court could say, no, the statute says they have immunity. You have no claim. That's not how it works under the common law system. See, and this is where people are getting confused is the common law is still here. It's here, people. The yeah. courts are ruling in favor of the common law. But you've got to read between the lines. you got to know the differences between the two.
0: Let's look and, at... And another, oh, go ahead. Well, I think part of it too is where people are getting ca- caught up in is though they're calling this bioweapon a vaccine. And it, it's it's not. It, it's not a vaccine. And even if it is the new definition of the vaccine, again, the FDA approval says what's missing vaccine effectiveness. So by default, any biological agent that is not proven to prevent infection or disease and was not done under bona fide research is a bioweapon. And sh- and so, so Sean, at that point, there's no there's the shields are complete. They're shattered. They're well, absolutely shattered. There. And the fact that yep. and and I'm actually very good at contract law. I, I, I'm very good at it. And I've read the contracts and I and, and everything in the contract where they go, well it says here that Pfizer is not the manufacturer. Yeah but when you look at the FDA approval page two they list out five Pfizer manufacturing facilities. That just nullified that part. So they yeah. and they and they're manufacturing a bioweapon. You have to ask Sean you have to ask why is no highly credible expert doctor calling this a bioweapon
1: it's a great well question. it's a great question and i heard something the other day you know i uh interview so many people and i watch so much content i don't remember where i heard this but evidently here let me do a screen share you want to talk about contracts here's one with the u.s department of defense and pfizer for 3.5 billion dollars the word i heard used the other day is they were contracted to create a prototype well what's a prototype it's something that may or may not work.
0: Wait, I got to stop you there. I read this contract. It's 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 for uh, I, it's for a hundred million doses. I know exactly what it is.
1: Five hundred million.
0: Five hundred million. Oh, sorry, five hundred million doses. Okay, the prototype is is cannot be unleashed on the American people until after it has gone through the FDA regulatory process. The the person that analyzed this document, which I analyzed a year and a half ago, by the way, okay, didn't read the second half of that paragraph. And I, I mean, I, I feel like I should pull it up on my slides or the second half of that sentence. Um, here, I've got a whole presentation called OWS contracts. So it's real quick it's too, well- But the prototype is contingent on FDA. Here we go. I can even, let me,
2: you
1: want to do a screen share?
2: Hold on, I'll let you do that.
0: Yeah, I mean, real
2: quick, Karen. While you're while you're looking that up, I just want to let everybody know if there's any ambiguity or vagueness in the contract, the courts interpret it against whoever wrote that contract.
0: You know, it's oh. you know, it's great. Um, is that is the, the contracts really aren't they? They're they're very specific, but they they bite they. Um. They bite themselves in the butt yeah. basically because yeah. they can't because they they one paragraph will um basically nullify out another paragraph i don't know how to do the let me go to zoom and then i click here and then can you guys see my screen yeah yep okay, yeah so so sean i know i know sasha a lot of folks brought this information forward. i brought this information forward again I, I did a whole interview with Stu in january last year but um I, i've had this since this these documents since um the end of uh, 2021, um, or sorry, mid tw- yeah mid mid to end So this is the contract. This is the, this is what they're talking about. So it's it's um, fill to finish provision, uh, state of the art candidate vaccine, right? A prototype developed in co- collaboration with Biontech, capable of providing protection against SARS-CoV-2 threat and related coronaviruses. So that, that's what they were contracted to do, subject to technical, clinical, and regulatory success. So so this it, the contract states that it, it is subject to um, to go through that process. And then it also says, if you read the law, the actual laws, they say that the countermeasure cannot be, you know, cannot be a- a- available for more than six months unless, you know, unless you actually start going through the initial new drug application process. And it clearly states, I, I got to pull up the law, that you do not misconstrue a medical countermeasure, right, as being, you know, that, it, it, that if you start the initial new drug application process, you do not, that's a separate... Legal authority, so it doesn't have the same uh, protection as a medical countermeasure, and so it says here in the contract the sponsor is actively pursuing FDA approval for the medical countermeasure um, relative to the FDA's prioritization. It says right here the EUA is not a long-term alternative to obtaining FDA approval, licensure, or clearance for a medical countermeasure,
3: mm-hmm.
0: right? And, and and it also states in the law that so the the patients that were in those trials, they their Pfizer's not shielded from them. It's a separate process. Uh, it says right here, uh, what is it here? Um, t- 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 submission of an initial new drug application or investiga- investigational drug device is not required for potential EUA products, although FDA anticipates that many unapproved products for which an EUA discretion will already be under, through mechanism, sorry. Uh, human data under an, an initial new drug, uh, drug application may help to support an FDA conclusion. So that's what I'm saying. Like, so when they submitted the phase three data, that data wasn't—it wasn't an EUA trial. It was an, it was a different trial that's subject to the law, the Food and Drug Consumer Protection Act. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Why did they use the term countermeasure? I mean, because it's a military operation. This because, entire see, the thing? military
0: countermeasure is the emergency use. Now, here I want to also say, like, the FDA did have authority and does have authority to act independent of the military, right here in the contract. The government will have no right to withhold payment in respect of any delivered dose unless the FDA has withdrawn approval or authorization of the vaccine." Here, it says here, EUA activities are not a substitute for sponsors to develop the product toward approval, including submission when appropriate, implementation of proposals of clinical trials. I mean, I just, I don't, this is this is the, issue. initially a drug application, right? Study sponsor, it says, you know, here the thing, this is why the contracts, it says the study sponsor is BioNTech. And everyone's like, ha ha, see, it's not Pfizer. Yeah, but the study was conducted by Pfizer. The Pfizer's got their logo on it and Pfizer ran the trials and submitted the data. So it doesn't matter, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's why the contracts are so are so ridiculous too. So let me stop my screen sharing. This <laughs> concept that, the, that the, the, the FDA trial is protected under EUA law is- No. It's asinine.
2: No. That's, and that's that's the point we're trying to make. I mean, you still have, <clears throat> any one of you that is still being threatened by any employer that you have to go out and get this, you you can go after them under the EUA if you want to. Um, you're like, hey, I have a right to refuse this. I mean, that's, that's one of my um, statutory rights that Congress granted me. But I have a natural right. And who are you to tell me what my natural rights are? Here's what people don't understand. You can go in into court and you can argue you have a natural right against putting anything in your body that you believe will harm you. If you have a deeply held belief that by injecting me with that or by making me eat or drink something, I believe I will be hurt by that. Who is the court and who is anyone to tell you otherwise? They can't. Because what people don't know and understand, and I believe Karen's on the right road here is, Look, gosh, people read the gosh dang Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are endowed by their creator with certain unleanable rights. And among those is the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's that's not all inclusive among those. So there are other rights that we hold. Read the Ninth Amendment. Read the Tenth Amendment. You guys, the founders were geniuses in their days. They really were. And we're we're li- I mean we're reliving history. What we're going through right now, the tyranny we're under right now by our own government and by other localized governments is ten times worse than what the founders experienced. Ten times, hundred times, hundred yeah. times. I mean, I mean, pick, you- I mean, we're su- we're we're subject to taxation that is three thousand percent more than what they ever were, right. in all levels. Yeah. I mean, there's any number of things. I mean, we we were talking about before we went live about. Uh, this new bill in Congress about the, to abolish the IRS, which, you know, God bless them. It'll never pass, but God the idea
1: whose time has come.
2: I mean, nobody, yeah.
1: nobody thinks the IRS is legitimate at this point. any more no. than people believe, I guess sheeple people do believe the FDA is legitimate and the CDC, yeah. but anybody who can think people like Karen Kingston, you and me, we know all of those organizations have been weaponized. These agencies yep. have been weaponized against we, the people. And meanwhile, Young people keep dropping dead and the mainstream ignores it. 20-year-old Colorado college tennis player dies in his sleep. Every single day, we see more and more and more of these and Albert Bourla walks free. So getting back to the brass tacks here, how do we get justice, James? Karen, how do we
2: indict and arrest these people? Where are the indictments? So, um, Karen, let me jump in real quick and I want to hear your take on this. Um, You need to go back and read your state constitution. And I'm not talking about you, Sean. I'm talking about just your listeners. Read your state's constitution. Every single state that, that was admitted to the union has one. And generally the way they're laid out is there will be a preamble. And then the very next article is a declaration of rights. Here where I live in Utah, the very first article one says all political power is inherent in the people. We the people have all the power. So that what does that tell you? What that tells you is that we, the people, have the power to convene our own grand jury if we want to. Yeah, We, the people, can investigate these ourselves. We, the people, can issue an indictment for the arrest of these people. And if we take that indictment to a judge and that judge doesn't do his or her job and issues a warrant forthwith like the law compels them and commands them to do, well, guess who just got added to that indictment? We'll just keep on going, just keep adding them to the list, adding them to the list. These are the things that we, the people, can do. I mean, we've been doing it wrong for so many years because we've been belie- we've been indoctrinated when we were kids in school that oh we we have these people that do that stuff. We have prosecutors, and their job is to prosecute crime. You know, you can't come after, you can't um, charge anybody criminally. Bull crap. I'm, I'm I'm waving my BS flag. It's you can't see it. It's, it's invisible. I'm waving my BS flag because Antonin Scalia the the great justice that he was in one of his uh, uh, opinions before he passed away was he said that the the grand jury is 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 really one of those rights that is held by the people that is that is that is rarely known or used but that is a right that we the people retain and that's the beauty of the grand jury system it's being abused today it's being abused to prosecute good men and women who are just trying to stand up for their God-given rights. And instead, where we, the people, should be like, okay, um, let's get some like-minded individuals together. Let's convene in secret. Let's review the the evidence and let's issue an indictment. And let's take that indictment and take it to your local sheriff. And, hey, I got a warrant here. You need to go arrest this individual. We're, we're bringing them to trial. How about That's what, how this changes. How about what we
1: are seeing in Florida with DeSantis? Karen, I know that uh, they're not using the term bioweapon, so maybe they're not going to deliver on the promise to the extent we'd like, but uh, are your spirits buoyed by what you're seeing down there in Florida in the uh, impaneling of a grand jury, et cetera, to investigate these crimes?
0: No, because they're not, it's it's because I think the third claim um, is for uh, false and misleading claims, which is completely, it's not, not only is that legal under the emergency use authorization, it's legal under the uh, childhood protection uh, vaccine act. Right. So you, you can't, People are calling this thing a vaccine that's the problem yeah and then and, and, and so you know sean you're saying well why aren't we taking action well be, be, because our leaders are are not are, it's called extrinsic fraud right so by calling a bioweapon a vaccine you're providing um you're not disclosing material evidence that's very important in a case it'd be like it would be, like, be like a drunk driving case and you never disclose that the person was drunk right that that's so this is a bioweapon so that that So you're not able to, that's why people aren't taking action. And then this whole concept that you're saying like, well, the contract was for a prototype and a prototype is now they're saying that the prototype's not even a vaccine and that this was all done by the U S military and the DOD and no one ever took possession of it. You know, even, even though people did take possession of it and injected others. So the, you know, the whole, we're, we're we're, we're, we're being brought into this very, um, performance and circus that is making people either not take action or take action in a futile method, in a futile way, because they're, 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 they're not understanding facts and evidence and law. So, mm-hmm. you know, again, calling this a bioweapon is not hyperbolic. It, it, it By definition, it is the only thing that it actually meets is a bioweapon because it was not done under um, bona fide research and it it, and it doesn't prevent anything so that's such an important thing so that's what so and 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 if under that law sean if um or you know under that definition which is what it is what should happen in florida what should happen in florida is the attorney general should go and and seize every single shot that's available in the state of florida right now and take it into and take it into possession yeah 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 did, are you, I mean, do you and, and I think what's happened is because we were let me explain what's going on, too. We're being trained on not just what to think, but how to think. So when COVID 19 first happened, we weren't allowed to say anything. We weren't allowed to say this thing isn't very deadly. Obviously, it came from a lab or something, whatever it is. Wearing the two masks is dumb. We knew ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. And so we were silenced and and, and really emotionally and mentally abused. Uh, via social media, uh, and then also in our communities, you know, with the the mask wearing and all that stuff. So we were abused into having free thought and honestly free, like we couldn't couldn't take our masks off when we went outside, we couldn't, you know, our churches, our, our kids were pulled out of school and we were told if you say that this is insane, you're a bad person, you're evil. So then what happens? All of a sudden we have you know great dr robert malone comes forward and he said a lot of good things a lot of good things that no one was able to say before And we thought okay this is great this is great um he's a great guy because he's saying things we could never say before but then when it comes to saying the fda approval happened he won't say that the fda approval happened when it comes to saying this is a bioweapon he won't say that right and so what we're now what we're saying what we're seeing is that okay people on our side what they say is, is what the good thing is. And now, you know, if we, and, and if, if someone criticizes them and go, no, that's insane. Well, now we're the bad people. We're the same bad people that we, that, that, that how we were being treated. Do you understand? But now we've got a new, now we've got a new culture, a new group that's come up and said, oh, people that call it a bioweapon are nuts, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and just be happy DeSantis is doing what he's doing, that you should well- be happy. That's enough. Right. you should be happy you don't have to wear your mask anymore
1: <laughs> yeah, those will be coming back too I mean oh, you know,
0: so let's talk about this you understand what I'm saying like it's no, not I, enough. I do it's Here's not enough point. this is a bioweapon and we should be screaming it from the rooftops and what, every, what mother, every mother should be going I you know come hell or high water you are not putting that shot in my child whether my child is a newborn baby or 24 year old uh, NFL player.
1: Mm-hmm. Can I tell you guys what's shocking to me at this point? All of the conversations we've had about this bioweapon and all of the people that are calling it a bioweapon, and there's people I've had on this show that have called it that, Dr. Lee Leet, Attorney Todd mm-hmm. Callender, Attorney mm-hmm. Tom Renz, uh James Tracy, Karen Kingston, mm-hmm. you, and many others I've had on, Dr. Jane Ruby. Here's what is shocking to me, despite a 40% or more rise in all cause mortality. People are dropping dead like flies all over the world. We're told it's due to climate change. We know it's actually the bioweapon. What's shocking is when I drive around during the day and listen to sports radio in my area, I still get booster advertisements from Pfizer BioIntech. Learn more, get your booster today. If it's been two months or longer, go get your booster, get your updated shot brought to you by Pfizer BioIntech. Learn more at vaccines.gov that's yep. what's shocking
0: no but 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 Sean what you just said so all those people that have come on and called it um a bioweapon I think that's great but this is where this is where they're making a mistake I believe they've been misled the contract with the DOD was to develop a vaccine I don't want to hear these silly stories about how it's a prototype that wasn't supposed to have that didn't have any FDA regulation that's not true read the whole contract the contract goes four times in one paragraph. It says Pfizer is going to be interacting with the FDA to, to, you know, through either using the authorization or approval processes. Right? They were contracted to develop a, a vaccine. They developed and unleashed a bioweapon on the civilian population. Gloves are off. There's no immunity. Mm-hmm. Do, do 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 you have? Do, that's the problem. Is people are getting caught up in this legalese lawfare. You're like no. You were contracted to develop a vaccine, you developed a bioweapon. There's no, you, 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 you instructed the FDA to sidestep their, you know, it says in the FDA documents, the sponsor told us not to do this. And then if an attorney goes, well, it says on this document that BioNTech's the sponsor, I don't care what the document says. Pfizer, per the law, who asked for the EUA? It was Pfizer that did. And then mm-hmm. Pfizer says, we have the EUA, but BioNTech has the FDA approval. Like it it, do, it, it doesn't, it doesn't it, and the thing is, but then they're also saying, but oh, it was only BioNTech that asked for the EUA. So they have spun themselves into so many circles to try to cover for Pfizer, you can't even keep up with it anymore.
3: Yeah. You
0: just have to say you were contracted to make a vaccine, you made a bioweapon. There's no there's nothing and, and, and we have victims. Yeah. So, and and the person that did that is Amit Patel at Pfizer. His name's on all the documents.
2: Yep, he absolutely needs to be brought up on uh, on charges. Absolutely, criminal charges need to be filed against him. I mean, here's the problem, John is I know, <clears throat> I know dozens, if not hundreds, of people that have filed criminal complaints, but those criminal complaints are are just ending up in the garbage can. This is why I'm saying we the people where we hold all the power we need to take that okay so if if i'm following the channel that you're telling me to follow and you're telling me i don't have a i don't have a claim who are you to say that i wasn't i'm not a victim i mean you guys are happy to prosecute everyday men and women where there is no victim involved anywhere yeah where's the victim oh well the statute is this and it prescribes this crime guess what that is that's a bill of attainder it's unconstitutional look at it can't do it but they do it all the time and go, you know, Sean, we could spend another show just on that part alone. But the fact that I'm, the point I'm trying to make is, okay, so if you, Mr. Prosecutor, or you, Mr. District Attorney, or you, Mr. Attorney General, if you're not going to do the job that we elected you to do, well, number one, you're derelict in duty. Number two, um, I will go ahead and step in because guess what? The right dictates that we, the people, have this power. You can uh, you can exercise no power that isn't delegated to you, Period. You cannot do it, okay? I don't care if you say, oh, I'm the governor, I'm the lieutenant governor. I don't care what fancy title, even if you're an attorney with an esquire. I don't care who you are. You can exercise absolutely zero power that is not delegated to you by we the people. James, why are so, all of these criminal complaints being thrown out? Why? It, it, it's because, again, it's it's part of the problem. It's part of the, the, the system. And, you know, listen, and I've told Todd this, um, he knows, uh, Todd Calendar. I've never talked with Tom Wren, so I can't tell him. But <clears throat> I have been, I have my own podcast. I have my own broadcast that I show. It's the Justice Revolution on, on YouTube and on Apple Podcasts. But you'll hear me say this time and time again. The Bar Association is the most evil organization on this planet. They have taken our beautiful justice system and turned it upside down on its head. So they require that everyone who is a prosecutor, who is an, a who is a, a district attorney, who is a state attorney general, they're all required to carry a bar card. That bar card isn't issued by the state that they're in. Has nothing to do with the state. Has everything to do with the American Bar Association. And by the way, bar stands for British Accreditation Registrar or something like that. British Accreditation Registrar. What in the crap do the Brits have to do with our legal system?
3: That's nothing. Yeah. nothing
2: government so this is the nation. point i'm trying to make is you're asking why are all those criminal complaints not why they why are they doing anything i mean these are these criminal complaints are signed under the penalty of perjury people are swearing they're willing to go to jail if what they're saying is not true i mean that's that's a lot of skin in the game so why aren't they doing anything about it because their higher-ups are saying eh, no we're protecting our own yeah let me show you guys it's, they're all in
1: on john,
0: it john do you want actually i i can show you guys how like the some of some legal stuff I actually pulled pulled it up now to show you the laws and
1: some friends just a real quick break and a word about our sponsor Noble Gold Investments wants to let you know that gold was the best investment class for 2022 now of course past performance is no guarantee of future results so do your own due diligence according to longtermtrends.net gold actually outperformed the S&P the Dow and Bitcoin in 2022 So what are you waiting for? Open a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments this month and receive a free one-quarter ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000 or more. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments and their thousands of five-star reviews. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com.
3: Yeah, Yeah, please do. Let me
1: show you guys this first, though, because these clowns, they're never going to stop They will never stop until we bring them to justice. Moderna CEO Stefan Bansal announces new mRNA shot for heart failure patients to help grow back new blood vessels. So they've created an entire market for more dangerous, deadly, bioweapon-like products, and they're not going to stop, Karen. They will never, ever stop until they're arrested and brought to justice.
0: Oh, yeah. So Pfizer's, I guess you guys know, Q3 or Q4 2019, Pfizer's sales were under $2 billion for that quarter. It's like 1.8. A year later, it was 20, you know, it was 10 billion and a year later, it's 22 billion. So they're going to probably do 100 billion. I think they're doing their uh, press conference on um, the 31st for the investors. Uh, And they at J.P. Morgan, which is just a couple of weeks ago, they did a presentation on non-COVID revenues because basically it's 70, 80 percent of the revenues is all COVID based. Right. Uh, they did 41 billion or 42 billion from the mRNA shots in 2021. Uh, and then they did another 20 some odd billion with Paxlovid and other products. Uh, so Pfizer was dead. It was a dead company without COVID. Uh, and now all this mRNA so yeah they have no they've created a market this is what i've been saying people are like they're shaking in their boots they're not i bought some of these reports or five five thousand dollars for these freaking reports and th- this is a multi-trillion dollar the lipid nanoparticle mrna market has, is a multi-trillion dollar market that's been forecasted out for 10 years these are bioweapons yeah. and and, and right. the pharma medical device biotech com- biotechnology companies won't exist if we if we take them down that's why no one's going after pfizer who has 63% market share for COVID-19 shots? Pfizer and BioNTech do. They have 63% of the global market. This was just released in their. I follow them, obviously. Their 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 investor information. So that's why that's why people aren't going after them. We have to go after them because this they created a multi-trillion dollar market and they don't want anyone to go after. They don't want anyone to touch it.
1: And guess what? Catherine Austin Fitz is right about. This type of capitalism—it's disaster capitalism—and the people that invest in Pfizer and Moderna and hold shares in those companies, well, they are responsible for these deaths via the bioweapon. No, they're not
0: responsible. Don't say that. But they're taking
1: part. They should not be owners of this company. They should sell those shares.
0: People are going to say Karen's deep state. No, I say I'm the first of all. I'm the only person that keeps saying go after Pfizer directly, and everyone else keeps doing these circus shows to explain why Pfizer still has immunity. Right? I mean. It was all, first it's only BioNTech, then it was never manufactured, then it was manufactured, but then the product actually came from Europe. I mean, I've heard so many ridiculous stories. I'm, I'm done with it. And now, and now the whole FDA approval was a PSYOP. But you know, uh, the, if the investors knew, this is why people don't wanna go after Pfizer, Sean, because I was an interim CMO for a publicly traded company. If there is a criminal lawsuit brought against Pfizer, that has to be exposed to the investors. Yep. If the investors knew what was going on, the whole house of cards would crumble. Yeah. Can they I don't um no? I know the, the whales know, right? Right. But Burla knows, the board knows. Gorsky and, and um, Joaquin Duado at J and J, they know. Yeah. But the everyday investor doesn't know. So, you know, I, I just don't want to start making enemies of people who aren't our enemies. They're they're as ignorant as many of us are.
2: Yeah. Can I can I share something real quick that adds yeah. some context to what Karen's saying, Sean? Yeah. So I want to share this. Uh, this is a Supreme Court case, Hale versus Hankel. Um, you'll notice it has a red card here. It's It's been given negative treatment um, about some other stuff in this case. So basically, they're saying newer cases that have come out have overruled this. However, the piece that I want to share here is still true today. Basically, the gist of this case was um, there was an individual who worked as a corporation who refused to divulge information And the courts was stating, well, hey, um, you as an individual, you have that right to do so, but the corporation doesn't. So I just want to read a couple of quick things here to to add context to this, because this goes right to the heart of what Karen is saying, that Pfizer as a corporation does not have that immunity. So the justice in this case who was issuing the the opinion of the court uh, states right here that the individual... Um, may stand upon his constitutional rights as a citizen. He is entitled to carry on his private business in his own way. His power to contract is unlimited. He owes no duty to the state or to his neighbors to divulge his business or to open his doors to an investigation so far as it may tend to criminate him. Again, that's that's our that's our Fifth Amendment right that this that this justice is talking about. He owes no duty to such state since he receives nothing therefrom beyond the protection of his life and property. His rights are such as existed by the law of the land long antecedent to the organization of the state and can only be taken from him by due process of law and in accordance with the Constitution. Among his rights are refusal to incriminate himself and the immunity of himself and his property from arrest or seizure except under a warrant of the law. He owes nothing to the public so long as it does not trespass upon their rights. Isn't this what we were just talking about? Right. So here's here's the uh, the flip side of that. On the other hand, the corporation, and you can just change this word right here and put, just put Pfizer. On the other hand, Pfizer is a creature of the state. It is presumed to be incorporated for the benefit of the public. It receives certain special privileges and franchises and holds them subject to the laws of the state and the limitations of its charter. Its powers are limited by law. It can make no contract not authorized by its charter. Its rights to act as a corporation are only preserved to it so long as it obeys the laws of its creation. There is a reserved right in the legislature to investigate its contracts and find out whether it has exceeded its powers. It would be a strange anomaly to hold that estate having chartered a corporation to make use of certain franchises could not in the exercise of its sovereignty inquire how these franchi- franchises had been employed and whether they had been abused and demand the production of the corporate books and papers for that purpose. Boring. No, I'm just kidding.
0: So, so what's interesting, that was what you brought up there too, is that um, so there are counties now that are sending back, the COVID-19 money, because there's that, that part of that clause you kind of talked about, about um, like they're, they're, they they're have no obligation, they're not being provided to by the state. So the public health emergency, the PHE was declared and all these counties were given millions and millions of dollars and tens of, you know, sometimes tens of millions of dollars, right? And so because the public health emergency was declared, you accepted the funds, you it, are some many counties and states entered into a contract with the federal government saying, in exchange for this money, we're suspending the constitution. And now counties are waking up and they're saying, "Go pound sand, take your money back, yeah. and we're coming after you."
2: Yeah, so good, good for those counties, because but they're few yeah. and far between.
0: No, I mean, but, we're, but we just need one. I need one Gettysburg, and yeah. every you know, and everything will follow. But that I, I thought that was good. What you, I mean, very interesting. What you you shared, and it's important that, for people to understand that case. That.
2: By the way, that case was decided in 1906. Yeah. This is back in 1906. When you had a justice of the Supreme Court saying, hey, individuals, they owe nothing to the state. They have no duty to the state. So you and me and and Sean, we the state can go pound sand as far as they're concerned. This is the problem that we have. Right? I mean, what do we do? Is like if we get pulled over on the road, what's the first thing we do? We start answering questions. You people are idiots. You don't have to answer any question. If a cop comes up to you and says, Do you know why I pulled you over? Your answer should be this: I don't answer questions. Well, can I have your license? I don't answer questions. (laughs) What's he doing? He's building a case against you.
0: But that's part of the reason why they're doing the digital currency, right, too, because Mm -hmm. they act independent. But then if the government just starts putting money into our bank accounts and they go, wait, no, you're obligated to us now. They can easily
2: take it away. They can also easily
0: take it away. But so there it's
2: just one step after another. Right. You know, they. They require us all to get a driver's license. You don't need, full disclosure, you don't need a license to drive. I mean, you have to know how to operate your car, but you don't need a license to drive. The state, there's another Supreme Court case that says the state cannot charge a license for for you to exercise a right. Can't do it. So why are they licensing? Because they want to be able to track everything. They're trying to take the next step to the digital driver's license, the digital ID. Yeah is the guys mark my words what what are we seeing right now we're seeing a push from this ridiculous phony administration to ban gas stoves give me a freaking break
1: yeah okay. world economic forum influence that's all it's all wide. of it united because nations how do
2: 20-30. we how do we assert control over the people well we can't make people do what we want them to do unless we control every aspect of their life yeah let's make everyone drive an electric car because we can shut that car off from wherever we want let's make everyone um, have a digital bank currency because then we can we can shut off their access to their money anytime we want.
1: Hey, do you know that buried in this new omnibus bill is a mandate that all new cars have a chip yep. that can yep. shut the car off, so the yep. centralized planners can shut your car off at their will. Yep,
0: hey, they, I know, are, oh, they go ahead. already have that, Sean, in in California. So I have expired tags because I have an old Jeep, and they wanted to put this. Um, I they said I, I can't get my tags because I have an old an old Jeep. It's 2011 or whatever, and they wanted to put this thing that that links to Starlink. I'm not kidding. It links to Starlink, and that's the only way I can get my tags. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "They're like, well, it's going to let you know if there's something wrong with your engine. It's like, no, it's a kill switch for my engine, and yep. I won't let them put it on it.
1: Yeah, you got to get out of California, or you people need to take your uh, state back. I know there's a move toward that. I could show that news item in a second. Uh, I think there's a a new California convention taking place today. I wanted to ask you about this. I wanted to ask you about Cloud Mines. You had some information about Cloud Mines and 5G. I wasn't even aware of this spooky company, but uh, here's the robots of our future, friends. This is what's coming.
0: Yeah, so if you look down, yeah, scroll down, look at their portfolio. So they're based out of China. They, they were declared to be a threat to national security. Look at that thing. That's sprays that's, that's sprays microorganisms up in the left-hand corner. That's <laughs> ginger. Micro, yeah, microorganisms. Um, but some of these, they look like some of the new Amazon kind of in the house, kind of it's going to be like the new, keep scrolling down, some of the new um, technologies that are coming forward. Check out, there's something here that says, Hirox. Yeah, re, I want to read some of these. So again, it's a Chinese-based company, they do have operations, scroll up a little bit. Um, Herix, right there, is efficient and secure cloud-based intelligence services for robots and smart devices through artificial intelligence, enhanced by human intelligence. Mm
3: -hmm. This
0: is to launch a robot species where we serve the robots. It's the craziest thing. And so they're considered a threat to national security because their end um, operation use is for military purposes. For the people's liberation army yet and if you go into and i don't have it with me i'm sorry i didn't pull it up um if you go into their 2019 sec filing they specifically say that the 5g telecommunication network 5g telecommunication network uh is required uh in order for the their 5g robot species to operate to exchange data for functionality you know to actually increase speed so they don't have decrease so it cannot succeed Without the five G technology, that's in the 2019 SEC filings, and it all, they also state CloudMinds also states that they're going to launch their technologies um, in in America, in, in the United States of America, uh, and um, I believe they said I think it was South, I think it was South Korea uh, because those were the places that were having the um, the, the, the fastest uptake of five G towers throughout throughout their countries and regions.
1: It's a brave new world. That's what's coming. I don't know how we stop this stuff. I mean, we wake up the masses, I guess. But go ahead. How do we stop?
0: Let me me share my screen. So this is this is where you can start. So you know, again, we are being trained, kind of like how to think and what to think. Let me know if you guys can see it. Can you see it? Yes. Um, And part of it is um, we're also being told you need to know more information, more information. So we're getting information overload. So it, it gets to the point of paralysis. And I apologize to people because. I've been, unfortunately, you know, I have been participating in that, I, I, I'm I, an analyst and I, and I have to recognize that probably m- m- much of the information I shared maybe wasn't beneficial, right? Um, you know, I, and I need to be more strategic in what I share and, and, and don't share so that people can move forward. So people want to understand the EUA law and I, and I think you should, early on, I, I brought this up back in May of 2021, so people could understand that what happened wasn't a standard FDA approval process. They could understand what the authorization process was. So this is a document your viewers can can look up. You can Google it. I think you can see it's a 2017, and this was put together also by Scott Gottlieb, the former FDA commissioner and current board member of Pfizer. Um, So what is a biological weapon? It's anything that is not used um, for prophylactic, so preventing infection or protection against infection or disease um bona fide research or other peaceful purpose this is 18 usc 175. so any biological agent I didn't this isn't my editing this is what it says any bi- biological agent toxin or delivery system for other than prophylactic protective bona fide research or other pu- pu- peaceful purpose so you guys see how this is a bioweapon
2: yeah title 18 for those who are unaware th- those are that's uh, the criminal code the federal criminal code
0: yeah, this is, I'm talking about crimes. I'm not talking yeah. about. Uh, I'm not talking about suing someone. I'm talking about yeah. Um, yep. Jail time. Okay. So how do we know this wasn't bona fide research? This is just one of about a hundred examples. Uh, on October twenty second, twenty twenty, industry including Pfizer met with the FDA, and they said, "Here are all the things that are going to happen from our mRNA shots." Okay. Uh, encephalitis. Um, you know, s- 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 swelling of the brain, swelling of the. Um, spinal cord, stroke, narcolepsy, um, heart attacks, uh, myocarditis, pericarditis, death, you're gonna die, thrombocytopenia, you're gonna, your blood cells are gonna blow up, um, Kawasaki syndrome, that's the multisystem inflammatory syndrome in children, it's the same thing, vaccine-enhanced disease. Okay, so they met and they said, these are all the things that are gonna happen. This is in, and again, this is for their, this is all, not just for the medical countermeasure, but this was also for their phase one, two, and three trials which are not regulated under EUA law. Well, um, I forgot what law this is. It's, um, it's under Section 564, but what, what you cannot do, you can't hold a trial, this is just for phase one, under initial new drug application, if you're going to put human subjects to an unreasonable or significant risk of illness or injury, right there. They should have never even accepted the initial new drug application. So none of this was done under bona fide research. The other thing, too, is like, um, this doesn't prevent disease or infection or anything. In the FDA approval, they even state Pfizer says the mechanism of action to protect against SARS-CoV-2 is unknown. They're like, we don't know how this thing works. (laughs) Right. And they said in the missing information, it was vaccine effectiveness. Now, this is from the initial new drug application. Reasons to withdraw. This is not a reason to withdraw ever. This is why the, the, the IND was all, you know, this was not bona fide research. So you can choose to you to withdraw because you refused further follow up. You were lost to follow up. You requested it. The investigator requested it, or you called in dead.
2: <laughs> yeah, I didn't wake up this morning. I died, so I'm out.
0: Yeah. Oh, the study. the The, the sponsor ended the study, or I'm sorry, I can't. Yeah, I can't participate anymore. I'm dead. So these are just some examples of how this wasn't bona fide research and and on September 17th of 2021, the FDA and Pfizer put out a document saying that if you get two shots, your chance of COVID-19 increases over time. So they said it actually causes the disease. So under Florida state law, um, this section 790.166, they don't use the term bioweapon, they use the term weapon of mass destruction. Uh, and it's any device or object so that so these are lipid nanoparticles so this is what's actually this is why it's so important to not call this a vaccine not only is it not a vaccine it's actually not even a biologic it's by it's part biology part technology those lipid nanoparticles are uh ai electronic devices um and so anyway it is uh, any device or object that is designed or intended to cause death or serious bodily injury or harm okay So you're like, well, Karen, this wasn't intended to cause death or serious bodily injury or harm. Really? Did you, did you see this list?
2: Right. They knew this.
0: They knew this. This is what it was intended to do. These are not adverse events. These are intended consequences. So again, I'm, I'm very good at law and analyzing data. This, this is such a open and shut case. I am baffled how other people have not figured this one out. So um, anyway, severe emotional, mental harm to any human through the release, dissemination, impact, um, or their precursors, and also any biological agent, toxin, vector, or delivery system. Um, so the biological uh, agent, and again, so it doesn't matter if you call this a device or whatever, the, the you know, a biological agent, it fits both because it's both biology and technology. And it is anything that's capable of causing death, disease, or biological malfunction in a human mm-hmm. or an animal plant so um and here's the thing so the other thing they say hoax of weapon of mass destruction so you know if people are like well pfizer's protect protected because the whole fda approval process and everything was actually a psyop okay well no you, you can't do that you you can't so like like, like that's another that's, thing you can bring yeah you, you yeah. can't say well because it's a hoax they're protected like. Again, that's the most moronic thing. I don't I, I can't go there. So anyway, it meets the definition of a bioweapon for for the state of Florida. And you have to prove that there was injury. So so who would we go after? Again, I talk about Amit Patel. So it is a person without lawful authority who manufactures, possesses, sells, delivers, sends, mails, displays, uses, threatens to use, attempts to use or conspires to use or makes readily available, accessible to others, a weapon of mass destruction commits a felony of the first degree punishable by imprisonment, or a person um, who does this, the um, does that, and it results in, uh, I believe it results in, a person who without lawful cells did a hoax. Him, commits a felony of the second degree punishable. Okay, this, this is a secondary, this is equivalent to um, uh, like drunk driving. So any person who without lawful authority, manufactures, possesses, sells, delivers, mails, sends, displays, uses, threatens to use, attempts to use, or conspires to use, or who makes readily accessible to others, uh, oh, a hoax of mass destruction commits a felony of the second degree, punishable as provided in this. So, again, if you want to say fine, you want to say the whole thing was a hoax. It does. I don't care. I don't. I don't care how you want to spin this. I'm done with the spin. So, you, th- these are charges that you can send out an arrest warrant for these people.
2: Can I? Can we go back to that slide real quick, uh, Karen? Here's here's what I want people to know and understand. Great. So, do you you see you see this? These these laws here, this is under the Florida state, uh, Florida statutes, where it it says punishable by an imprisonment for a term of years, not not exceeding life or as provided. Now, you remember earlier, I said that bills of attainder are unconstitutional. The only way that those bills are are unconstitutional is if they're applied to an everyday man or woman. But where you're talking Amit Patel, who's in his position as the CEO of Pfizer.
0: No, he, yeah, he's a, he's a, he's the head of regulatory for the vaccines. Sorry.
2: OK, excuse on. me. I, I, I apologize. I can't remember all these names. You're throwing them out there like 500. No, 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 no. That's, no, it's <laughs> good.
0: I just want to be clear that he's. <laughs> I, want, I want people to know who it is because it, it, he his name is on all the documents. But OK, yeah. so
2: the, the point I'm trying to make is when the Florida legislature passed this law, this law was to govern the uh, actions of anyone who is in the public eye, who is in public. So if 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 you are, and this is where people need to understand, you you actually wear two hats. When you when you go to work, you wear two hats. You have your hat as the everyday man or woman, and you have your hat as whatever you're working as, whether it's a, a salesperson or a, a CEO of a company or the CFO or whatever. Okay. This law here is absolutely applicable to anyone in the public. That's the point I'm trying to make. But what's been happening is they've been applying this to everybody. So I don't want to get off on a tangent from what Karen is saying. This is absolutely applicable, and it's applicable to everyone who's trying to hide behind that whole immunity clause. No, that's not how it works, because you're right. It's like, all right, so wait a minute. You're telling me you develop something that, A, doesn't prevent transmission of the disease, it doesn't prevent um, anyone from getting the disease, then what else could it be? By definition, it is nothing else but a bioweapon.
0: Thank you. That That's my point is that by default, you can't define it as a vaccine or any kind of pharmaceutical thing. It has to be defined as the bio weapon. Yep. And so and then so to say that this was all a hoax, well, then that's just more information that this was a contract for a bio weapon. Yep.
2: Yeah, I mean, and, and don't even get us started on the fact that, you know, these people where where I, I know we were talking a little bit before we began about 5g, you know, so if these are if these lipid nanoparticles these mRNA particles are are technology based. What do you think that five G radiation is going to do? I mean, yeah. we haven't even begun to scratch the surface. This is my this is my major concern. We're we're already seeing people drop dead or have major cardiac arrest, like with the uh, Damar Hamlin, right? The the football player in, in Buffalo. You know, they wanted to sweep that under the rug, but it, it got out. His personal trainer said they admit, administered to him on on the weekend before his third booster.
0: Yeah, to did get out. No, these these are absolutely bioweapons. So and here, I just want to show people the documents. So Amit Patel, his he's his name is on a number of the documents, but this is one of them, the FDA approval, right? So, and again, it states down here, they give the national trial numbers, right? Um, but this was the approval for it and for the bioweapon. And, and I, and I want to be clear, so I don't care If they're like, well, this is a secret operation with the military, we we have to go against the people who are in the public eye. We can't, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not going to sue the military or arrest the military. But um, the military can't contract with a private organization to unleash a bioweapon on the civilian population. They all took an oath, right, to obviously to um, defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies. Part of that also is in regulations with the Uniform Code of Military Justice. Well, it is against the the Uniform Code of Military Justice to unleash a bioweapon on a civilian population. Civilian casualty is not um, intentional, willful civilian casualty is is the greatest crime you can commit under the Universal Code of Military Justice. I mean, it's just right up there with treason. Um, so it, it goes against the principle of humanity. So it go, so the Universal Code of Military Justice, part of it is the law of armed conflict. And this is, again, this is a bioweapon. So the principle of humanity um, is you can't go against the Universal Declaration for Human Rights. This is stuff that you, you have uh, also said, James, in Convention of the Prevention and Punishment of Crime and Genocide. Uh, convention against torture and other cruel, inhumane, and degrading treatment, uh, International convent, Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, the Convention of the Rights of the Child. I'm sure the Geneva Conventions in here. There's dozens of global laws, you know. And obviously, we have our Constitution and our Bill of Rights. Uh, here are some more yes. of the other laws that it goes against. But I wanted to. Oh, where is it? Oh, this is it. This is. It. I don't have it. I thought I wanted to show the. Um, there was part of this in here that talks about. Oh, here it is. This is another another good section. Um, Michael Myers is from Georgetown University. is an attorney that works with the U.S. military for decades, um, and he talks about the law of war and the Uniform, uniform, uniform Code of Military Justice in this in this uh, article or book. And this you you cannot. It, yeah, it goes against the Geneva Convention. Um, Willful killing of protected persons, so civilians, or willfully causing serious injury to uh, the body of a protected person or a civilian. This is, the, this is the greatest breach of, this is a grave breach of the law of war and the Geneva Convention. So you, that's why it's so important to call this a bioweapon. Just, and, 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 I, and, I, and I would encourage your viewers, to anyone else that they follow and listen to and respect, to respectfully demand them to call it a bioweapon
2: yeah and you absolutely can bring again like like what karen is talking about i mean we the people we have the right we have the right to convene our own grand jury we have the right to issue an, a criminal indictment right i mean the 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 burden of proof is much higher in criminal prosecutions right it's no longer a preponderance of evidence it is beyond a reasonable doubt Ooh. i mean i don't know what how, how, how much how much more do you need Every single one of those documents, Karen just shared. I mean, it's it's to me it is. This is beyond a reasonable doubt that there's yeah. no way this is a vaccine. There's no way this does anything other than harm people. I have seen no good come from any of this. I mean, I I my wife and I were we we you know we're, we're perplexed. You know, our family we always thought our family was pretty well grounded. We're the only ones in our family who didn't run out and get this thing. It, it boggles my mind. I have seen more division among people close relationships over this ridiculous thing than I have ever in my entire life. It's like, you know, God gave you a brain. Why don't you use it? Right. Yeah. Use it. Never were these words
1: more applicable than where we find ourselves today with a out of control, criminal federal government, and weaponized agencies of government the fbi mm-hmm. the irs the fda when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism that's us we're yeah. the them and we're living under absolute despotism now as people rot in gulags in dc because of january 6th and albert burla and all these other folks walk free it is their right it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security and i would say liberty the other thing i wanted to show you guys is this i mentioned it just a minute ago history in the making the state of new california holds its 10th constitutional convention we got to throw off these chains of tyranny James, Mm -hmm. Karen, that's what the point of this conversation is. And uh, I guess it's my job as the person who invited you guys on to have this little conversation here. It's my job to kind of wrap it up. Um, Is there anything, any final words, either of you want to deliver for the audience here?
2: Um, I'll just, I'll make a quick uh, note on that new California. There's, there's precedent. Um, I was just there. Actually, I was in West Virginia yesterday. I was there on a business trip. Uh, West Virginia was created in uh, 1861, upon a petition to to, uh, to the Congress, the people of West Virginia they didn't want to be involved with what Virginia was doing and seceding from the Union. So they petitioned Congress, say, "We want to create our own state. Uh, we want to be our own free state away from this because we don't believe in the madness that is going on with uh, with with Virginia." And Congress uh, granted it in 1861 under President Lincoln. So that's the precedent that the state of New California is going for. Um, And and, I mean, I don't know what part of California you're in, Karen, but I mean, the majority of people that I know from California are fed up and sick and tired of the madness. They're done. They're just done with it. So they're like, well, what other option do we have? We can either leave and go to another state or this is our home. We want to take back our home. So this is what we're going to do. We the people have the right. You're absolutely right. They have the right to alter reform or abolish that government and create one that does make sense by and for and of the people.
0: Yeah, Governor Newsom just passed five unconstitutional laws, like, on January 2nd, so it's... No,
2: he's, that, that's, uh, again, he has no constitutional authority to do that whatsoever. He is not a law passer. He is a law enforcer. So yeah. if he's, if he's writing out edicts and things of that nature, you can just go ahead and tear that up and throw it away. Yeah. It means nothing to you, but you're right. I digress.
0: Um, So, Sean, I would just say to people, this is... It's, it's time to actually start taking action and not get so wrapped up in information. I apologize. I am obviously a, an analyst. I, I I get I do I that's my thing is data and information, uh, but call this thing a bio weapon and don't get wrapped up in this circus. We don't need more explanations of psyops and wars and and technology. And I, again, I can I can go down a rabbit hole that'll make a Stephen King novel look like a, a fairy tale, you know a child's fairy tale story. Um, but what you just call this a bioweapon. And so it's just it's no different than if someone showed up with a gun, you know, you don't, there's, we have to have a sense of urgency. So if this is a bioweapon, go and go to 13 reasons to have attorney generals uh, seize the bioweapons. That's on my Karen Kingston dot substack. There's a 13 reasons for attorney generals. Um, Karen Kingston substack. And I walk through some of these laws. But it, you call it a bioweapon, you have a victim and you say, I want these people arrested for, you know, for, for injecting the, the, the bioweapon. And you put together the documents. I will. I'm going to continue to do that. I'm actually doing it for a bunch of counties in Florida. Um, but but start start understanding what this is. It is not a vaccine. It, it is a bioweapon. It can only cause disease, disabilities and death. Evidence mm-hmm. of that is that October 22nd meeting where they list out two dozen uh, serious diseases, including death. So, um, you know, the documentation is all there. Uh, this can only poison, harm, kill, injure uh, and cause disease. So we need to have a sense of urgency and we need to start saying, you know, people are going to need to be held accountable, you know, especially if you have a local pediatric office or, or pharmacy offices where there have been multiple children who were seriously injured from these shots. Um, those people should be arrested. I'm sorry. I, 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 like, how, how did you not stop giving out the shot?
2: You know, I I can tell you some people that are actually taking action. You know, they're using um, notices of liability. Uh, I I know of one gentleman who um, was trying to walk into a hospital to go to to attend to his his grandmother, and they tried to muzzle him with a mask. And he's like, this is not happening. You guys cannot do this to me. He's like, I want your – so he actually called the police, got them all in there, and he said, all right, here's the deal. Here's my notice of liability. You continue to do this to me you will be sued this is my notice of intent to sue so rather than go down that road no not only did they let him in they also sent him a check for twenty thousand dollars Wow he said we're sorry we'll leave you alone We
0: well, you know and I, there's one Substack i wrote too i think and i wrote it to my son the san diego unified school district because they were going to mandate the vaccines for the, the san diego schools they did actually except for my son's school and I said, like, you don't have immunity. The EUA doesn't give you immunity. And I want and it's a very well written e- email. You can find my Substack; It's free. And the whole point is what, what maybe we do. We start sending letters to all of our local pediatricians and doctors saying this is a bioweapon. This is what it's shown to do. And I'm sending this so that you don't have plausible deniability. If you put yep. one more shot in someone's arm. We're going to arrest you with attempted, you know, um, battery, After murder, assault or manslaughter with a bioweapon. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's the brilliant. hardest. I like hardest that. Thing to prove, the hardest thing to prove in a criminal prosecution is intent. But if you do just what Karen said, if you said, "All right, this is, you're on notice. You continue to do this, we will prosecute you." Now they have no defense, none whatsoever.
0: I love doing interviews. Now I have an assi- another assignment to do. Write the letter, right? Is that it? Sean, write a letter for they can't have plausible deniability for all the doctors and nurses and pharmacists. Yes,
1: I love that idea. Let's take away their plausible deniability, you know, because yeah. they're all hiding behind what? PrEP Act, CARES Act. They're hiding behind it. They think they have immunity and then they play dumb because I think if you're a doctor at this point in human history and you don't know any of the stuff we just talked about, then you shouldn't be a doctor. You're an idiot. Yeah. You're in the wrong
2: profession.
0: No, they're lying. So there's a there's a head of like pediatric cardiology or infectious disease at Rady's Children's Hospital, and he got up. There were eighteen children in the hospital that weekend with myocarditis, and I'm sure it was from the shots. This is like a year and a half ago. And he got up and he said, Oh, well, you know, when you consider that that uh, the two hundred and twenty, you know, two hundred and twenty thousand children in this age range, you know, this is a lower incidence than the risk for hospitalization. Well, there, there, there aren't 220,000 – he lied. There aren't even that many children in that age range that he's, that could have been inoculated.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So th- he was blatantly – like, the lie was so bad that, like, he was making up the number of children that even exist in the county. Yeah. So they know what they're doing, some of these guys.
1: Yeah. It's really no, evil. It's beyond the pale. No, that's the word. It's evil. It is really pure evil. Yeah. And really? uh, I just wanted to have this little roundtable discussion to see if we could come to any hard and fast – conclusions or tactics so that we can bring these people to justice. And I like what you just came up with though, Karen, let's remove their plausible deniability. So let's work on that letter. We'll get it out to the audience and people can distribute these things to their own quote unquote care providers, you know, because I was just in one of these clinics, James, I told you about my little clinic experience where they tried to muzzle me and I got into it with these women. And I said, I'm going to personally sue you. This is, I'm not doing this theater anymore. And they didn't care. They don't care. These uh, health care people are just brainwashed and they sit all day long with these face muzzles on. It doesn't seem to bother them a bit. It's insane. Well,
2: they will care when they're served with that lawsuit where they where they are personally liable because they are right? right. You have you have a right. One of your rights, that people don't know, is the Seventh Amendment guarantees your right to to sue someone in a suit of common law. And and trying to trespass upon your property without due process of law that violates that, that, that right. So you have a right to sue them.
1: So you also
0: have a right to sue them if they shot you up with a bioweapon and call it a safe and effective vaccine. Exactly. Well
2: yeah. that's
1: right. You know, I we gotta wrap this up, but uh okay. I just I did wanna just say since Damar Hamlin's name was mentioned, I had it on my things to do list just to ask Karen for her opinion on how quickly they circled the wagons on that whole thing. I mean, that evening of his collapse, he had two cardiac arrests, according to his uncle, one on the field, one, when he got to the hospital, they had to save him twice. He died twice. And immediately that night he had these clowns calling it commodio cordis. Yeah. How would they know that without having access to his medical records or.
0: Well, no, but it designs the laws of physics, right? I mean that, yes, you, the, 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 the speed an object would have to hit the, the the area of the sternum at a specific angle to cause it like and I I'm not a doctor or an expert like but um but like that I mean I was like this this wasn't again you know crouching tiger hidden dragon technique this was a that was a standard it was a sta- no it was a standard tackle I, no. I grew up watching football I played my nose oh, has been broken too. many times from one of my three older brothers right so it, it, the tackle was even like a textbook standard safety tackle because they changed. I think it was in 2012 they changed the laws on how you could do the tackles because they were worried about the head concussions, right? Yes. So, yeah, the whole thing was crazy. I think the whole well, thing was just, the, it, it, it's the spin. That actually, the, that book I showed you, The Law of Warfare,
3: mm-hmm.
0: oh, we, should, we also had come come back on. There's a whole section on how to control the media, what to do if someone is injured, a civilian casualty, how you should give them a payment, and then how you have to then tell them what to say to the media or to remove them from the media. It's in that book that wow. I just showed.
2: You. you know, to your real quick, Sean, to to your point, Karen, I mean the body responds to trauma immediately. Right? So let me ask you this. When when one of your older brothers broke your nose, did did they hit you in the face and then two or three minutes later your nose broke?
0: It so, was so the right? first time it happened, <laughs> the first time it happened, I woke up in bed. Yeah, <laughs> like, I like I mean, I just went down, and I don't remember. I just was in bed. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah you don't, but you
2: don't, were, you were like that. The yeah, body yeah. responds to traumatic injury instantly. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, there is no way on this green earth that Demar makes that hit, stands right back up, and then falls over. If the result of the of what they're telling you was a result of the hit. Right, my so he takes that hit. He's not Do you want
0: to hear my? You want to hear my conspiracy theory? I wonder if it was even a heart prob- issue because he fell over the same way um, all those newscasters and that comedian stuff that he yeah, just fell right over back. as if it was a CNS, like as if there was a stroke, like something happened in his central nervous system. His whole body just went out. It yeah. didn't. Again, I'm not a doctor. I mean, I I've seen people. Have, I've, fortunately, I've, unfortunately, I've seen people have heart attacks before. It didn't. That's not what they looked like to to me when I watched it. It was. That looked like whatever those CNS things
2: are. Yeah, like, I've I've seen I've I've actually personally witnessed because I'm a I've been a, a basketball referee for a number of years and prior to all of this there was a there was a young man who had, who had a cardiac arrest on the court and and when he did he went like this yeah. and then he knelt down and then went he didn't just fall straight over right yeah my, like he he grabbed yeah. his heart and he had mm-hmm. this look on his face like help something's wrong then he started to sit down and then eventually he laid down.
0: No, but my father, my the first time my father had a heart attack. That's what it looked like. He was coaching football, um, not football, softball, baseball. I'm saying baseball. For yeah, so yeah, I agree. Like that, it did it. It looked more like Sean. You know when the you know when those comedians and those newscasters they oh, fell yeah. over. That's what it looked
3: like.
1: Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And uh, yeah. you know, it's just it's amazing how they circled the wagons. There was really a total media blackout on any possibility that it could be a vaccine injury nope. despite 93% of NFL players having taken the vax because they were essentially forced to remember when they tried to mm-hmm. make Aaron Rodgers look like the boogeyman. I mean the worst team player in the history of the sport. Cause he didn't want to take the bioweapon. Yeah. Yeah. Never yep. shall the word vaccine be mentioned by the NFL, except for when they want to mandate it.
2: Yeah. You know, Nothing do to know see who, here folks. Move along. Do
1: yeah. you know
0: who Chris guy is? He's from yes. Canada. Yep. yeah so he found he's been talking to the people from the travis scott concert and he found oh. out that they were paid to 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 say that it was the um suffocation oh really yeah the, so, they, so he found he talked to some families and they were they were paid to 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 say the, all, everyone there got the shots everyone got pfizer and moderna and and they were paid to say no they died from you know the the crowding and association but um, yeah, those. Yeah, he, he, the, it's really interesting. And again, that's part of um, a civilian casualty technique to to cover up. So, um, I Pfizer F- F- and Moderna are paying these people off to change their stories.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wondered that immediately too with uh, Damar and his family. What was going on behind the scenes? But uh, that's a story for another day. I mean, a miraculous recovery, if we're to believe what we've been told is that he's in total recovery and was released already from the hospital. I mean, I thank God if it's true, you know, I know Stu Peters and others have questions about whether or not that's true, but it appears to be true. So to your point, maybe he didn't have two cardiac arrests. I, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows,
3: who knows what knows? happened? Yeah. But
0: it's just All like right. that nurse who who fell over the first one that got the shot and apparently yeah. she's alive and well, we, no one's just ever heard from her again.
1: Well, yeah, there's some debate about whether or not she's alive and well. Yeah. All right. Guys. We'll, yeah, we'll have to wrap this right. up. I'm terrible at wrapping this one up. I love you guys. 90 minutes long here. Karen Kingston dot sub Is that the best place?
0: That's the best place. Look up 13 reasons to have your attorney general seize the bioweapons and I will get that letter up and I will call it plausible deniability. So we'll get that up in the next, I'll get that up in the next couple days.
1: All right. God love you. And uh, James, James, the Patriot on Telegram. And uh, what's the deal on this podcast? I didn't know about that.
2: Yeah, I started doing something about, oh, well, about two, two and a half months ago where I'm just, I'm, I'm educating people on, you know, the, the real law, what it is, the process, you know, if you're dragged into one of these kangaroo courts, as I call them, these, these traffic courts or wherever else you might be involved with how you deal with these, these monkeys, because they're going to trample all over your rights. I mean, it's just, there's just no way around it. So, um, so I started a a, a broadcast initially. Um, so I have videos on YouTube for, for the time being until that changes. What's the name Uh, of the channel? It's, uh, the justice revolution. Okay. Is the name of the channel. So I am now on every single podcast platform, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple podcasts. Um, I'm also over on Clout hub. So you you can find us. Um, I usually do a weekly broadcast generally on Fridays. I do a live, a live stream broadcast and then post the video up there, but, uh, yeah, I do everything just just I go over it all I go over, you know, what your rights are, how how you can defend yourself, what to do when you're being dragged into one of these unconstitutional uh, courts, because they they'll make you believe that you're waiving your rights, you have a right to this, you have a right to this, and you're waiving that right. I'm sorry, Um, our rights are unalienable, they can never be waived. They can never they, they can't be taken away from you. Right? You, you can lose your hand, you can lose your arm, but you can never lose your rights.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's so so important. We've all been brainwashed. I mean, we've been brainwashed to drum the uh, spirit of liberty right out of ourselves by this criminal system. But there is a great awakening as we uh, tie this thing together here at the end. The good news is, friends, the great awakening is 100% real. I mean, not everybody's waking up, but by my experience, people are waking up in droves. You guys agree? I think the great awakening is very much real.
2: Yeah, this this is the great awakening. It really is. More and more people are waking up. I mean, they're seeing the they're seeing the ridiculousness on the mainstream media and going, uh, this does, this just doesn't pass the smell test. Yeah, nothing adds up. Not right, right now. here. All right, yeah, all right. I'll wrap
1: it up here, Karen. Thank you so much. Appreciate you.
0: Thank you. Bye. All right,
1: bye, James. Thanks so much, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. All right, friends. Okay. Thanks for tuning in for real news every day, guys, for free. Visit us directly at SgtReport.com. That's the antidote to corporate propaganda and Mockingbird mainstream media lies. God bless you and your family. Bye bye.
2: We're up against a pretty powerful group of corrupt individuals. Once you realize that, what's the worst thing they can do? They can kill you. Well, they're going to kill
1: you anyway with their policies. They want to reduce population. And when you talk about Klaus Schwab, that's what you're talking about. A satanic commitment
2: to population reduction. For what purpose? To make life easier for the super wealthy.